Discord or whatever. Hanukkah. The holidays. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Admittedly, I know the least of, least of those three. I know the least about Kwanzaa. Mm. Um, but I'm also pretty ignorant when it comes to Hanukkah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to be the knowledge keeper of any knowledge that I don't have. Um, <laughs> right. And Hanukkah, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa are ones I just don't know about. I should, I think, and you know what? Honestly, I think I said something much to this effect a year ago. Hmm. And then I think I told myself mm. that I was going to become more learned. Like, I think I said it in the podcast. Right. I was like, oh, I'm going to become more learned about these things because I'm I'm admittedly ignorant. Um. And I have not. So, but I still have a month. I still have the rest of December. So mark my words. Yeah. Before the year is out, there will be a shilling for every... No, I will... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn about Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. Kay. And then I'll uh, I'll take you to class. Please. About it. I, I look forward you? to it. I look... I am good. I'm, I look forward to this expansion of uh, learning new things. Uh, that you will yeah. take me you're gonna on have in a to few forget. Weeks. You're going to have to forget some other things, mm. right? Like make room. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you're good though. I I am, I've been good for a week and a half now, and you know why? Um, like actually, never uh, mind. I can't, the, I can't tell you on air, but another reason I'm happy. Preparation H has kicked in <laughs> and you are... <laughs> No longer feeling the itch and burn of hemorrhoids. No, but another reason I'm happy is I we this is our first Christmas episode of the season, obviously, and all four options, all four options were equally, I'd say, well, not equally popular, but all had some reception. A lot were mm-hmm. really well received, but going into this vote, I was beyond content because no matter which one, which film won, I would have been absolutely fine watching any of them because most of them are on my yearly to watch list. And I was just riding high and I was happy and I let the, I kind of went with the vibe of the vote and I was like, let, let the people do what they want. And no matter what, I will be happy. Yeah. I think there's only one option, uh, there's one option that, yeah, I mean, either way, ultimately, I was going to be excited to do a Christmas movie no matter what. Sure. Um, I think there was one option. I was like, oh, for the love of Kringle, please, just don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to watch that. I Just because Christmas, Christmas <laughs> is like December. I don't watch Christmas movies outside of December, typically I, as a rule. Not as like, a, no, I will not. I just, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, well, um... I just feel like I'm lying to myself. Like I'm not I'm not emotionally in the spirit until December first rolls around. Sure. Um and then I'm in the spirit and, and okay, I'm I'm ready for Christmas movies. And so and it's a, it's such a short window. Oh, very. Um yeah. and there's so many Christmas movies I want I wanna watch. Which means if it's not like top tier Christmas movie for me, I'm I struggle to to for lack of a better term waste my time on it um you, you only have so many bullets and you have to use them wisely right like you only have so much time it's not so much about 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like opportunity cost. Like every time that you don't use to watch a movie that you actually want to, you're kind of behind. You're you're yeah. You know, I hear so you. You get me. I hear you. But yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. So because you asked how I am. Sorry, I I um I always no no no. It's hey. I always wonder how it's, you are. Don't even wait for me to ask you. Just always assume I'm wondering how you are. I'm sore. Oh. Uh, huh. I'm sore and shake and shaky. Weak. I feel weak. Um. Hmm. I have uh. So I think I've mentioned this recently. Um. I started. I dusted off the login to my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been uploading videos. Um, nice. And the the college program I'm in right now, actually, I've got a um, I have a, a course that's about um, it's about like social media presence um, as far as it pertains to like radio stations, but also just like how to how yeah how to how to gain an online following. Um, and one of the so I have an assignment in that class mm. where I have to make and upload a YouTube video, <laughs> nice. um, which was I was like oh, golden. I've got like a hundred links that I can just copy and paste and say, hey, here's my submission. Uh, but it had to be a new YouTube video, which was a total pain in the ass because I've just sent my camera away for repairs. Um, so I had to shoot this all on my cell phone, um, which could have been way worse. It's still is far superior quality to the cameras that I used eight years ago, nine years ago. Sure. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so I used that opportunity to make a video that I was planning on making anyways. Nice. Um, starting on December 1st, I am embarking on a push-up challenge. Oh. This started out, which is not, uh, it's... In no way original. Everyone does push-up challenges sure. on YouTube, it would yeah. seem. Actually, um, I think it, it, Abraham Lincoln invented the push-up challenge. Yeah, I think he was. Um, he had just completed when... Um, never mind, that's not a good joke. Uh, <laughs> never never go with the assassination joke. It's no. Just not, so, no. Uh, yeah, you know, so in my mind, I've seen a bunch. It was like 100 push-ups for 30 days in a row. Um, And so that was my plan. Uh, Except I thought, well, it's far more poetic to do, like everyone's down 100 for 30 days. So let's do 100 for 100 days. Um, Wow. Because, you know, 100 100 push-ups, 100 days in a row, just seems poetic, Um, rolls off the tongue nice, fits nicely on a T-shirt, you know, whatever I decide to do. Yeah, Uh, totes. And so I, I posted that online, and someone, uh, Jordan, who's been on our show, mm. said, uh, and I believe, I believe I, you know, this is a direct quote, that's nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> he could have said nothing. But either way, he was throwing some shame. He's like, ah. Hmm. You know. Wow. Well, whatever. So anyways, we, we back and forth a little bit about it. Uh, and to make a very long story short... Today is the first of 100 days in which I do 200 push-ups. A day? A day. So I did 200 today. Um, uh, and just by that, like I started out and I did 30, I did a chunk of 30. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it went really well. Sure. And then the chunk of 30 was followed by a chunk of 15. 
maybe another chunk of 15, then a chunk of 10, then another chunk of 10. Um, so, so you do, you break yeah, it, it up rough. into manageable portions. Uh, manageable portions, but still as like, I you know, I want to, I don't, I want to keep the muscles going. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. still in as short a period of time as I can. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, despite everything I've read on the internet about how important it is to take rest days, I was also getting some flack for that, so I will not be taking rest days. But, no, um, you should do. You should do. That's part of the recovery process. Like that's, if you want to see results, you should. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta figure it out right yeah, now. At this point, sure. it's a content thing. But you know, I was thinking to myself. Um, you know, as much as I didn't want to do two hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my anytime i talked about 100 a day my girlfriend was incredibly uh and wonderfully unsupportive um <laughs> and she yeah she was like she's just very she was very skeptical she's like ah i don't think you can do that um and i oh. and i had no doubt in my mind that i could do 100 in a day sure yeah i yeah. had no doubt um and and today was proof of that because the first hundred came relatively easily. Sure. Um, and you know what? That got me thinking. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. Like I've spent three weeks referring to this as a push-up challenge. Yeah. And if the challenge is something that I have no doubt that I can easily achieve, oh. <laughs> then how dare I refer to that as a challenge? Like a challenge needs to be something that going into, there feels like a relatively good chance <laughs> that I won't succeed, that I can't do this. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, so that's it. It's the 200 day or 200 pushups for a hundred day challenge. Uh, and I'm sore. Um, today sucked. I think tomorrow will be hell. Tomorrow's Tomorrow is going to be awful. And I think day three is probably going to be worse. the anus of hell. Yes. Um, and then I'm hoping at some point, day four will probably also suck. I'm hoping, you know, by day seven or so, I'm starting to notice, okay, like, you know, instead of, instead of 30 in the first run, I did 45. Sure. Right. And, and so I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it will gradually become, you know, easier. And I am, I've, you know, I, 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 the, in the middle of like a round push up 110, I downed a glass of um, almond milk wow. mixed with uh, with some whey protein. Mm. So I am like I'm, you know, I'm going to give my body every chance that it can <laughs> within the parameters of the challenge that I've set out. I'll alter the terms of the condition or the the condition of the challenge if I need to, but not until I feel like I have to. Right? I'm, I'm I really don't want to. I want to be able to barrel through this wow so uh, partially because it's a challenge and partially because it's you know if i suffer <laughs> that's better content than oh, oh yeah okay so for sure i did some push-ups and got a little better each day and i'm a better person for having done it <laughs> right like yeah no one wants to watch that <clears throat> yeah you know i'd rather the video end and people go oh shit he should have got johnny knoxville to set that up that was <laughs> intense that was that was miserable Right. So, so I've got three. Anyways, th- Christmas. No, no, no. Three things I want to say. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. One. Sure. One is good for you. That's cool. Two is I, uh, and I don't mean this is a critique. I'm just commenting. There's a. I feel like there's a lot of worlds kind of colliding here. Like there's the 
actual physical fitness, like there's rules and standards. There's the social media, like what's good content. And then there's also like the human aspect of like, I want to challenge myself. So I feel there's a lot of colliding things here. Be interesting to see how that changes going going forward. But the third and the final thing is the only thing I can relate is I did some personal training probably a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I, there, there, like, there were times where like the next day my body just hurt. And like I would drop yeah. something on the floor like – I don't know, my social insurance number card. And I would like, I literally As just, you do. I, I would just literally be like, screw it. I can't get it. It's gone, done. I'll just walk away. It's not worth the effort. My, like there were things I couldn't do because my body hurt. So I, I, I guess I'm yeah. just saying you, I, you will need off days, but you'll, you'll let your yeah, body do wait, the talking. I, I, yeah, and I'm going to see how it goes. Like, you know, sure. two things I'll I'll reply to that. One, to your second point, yeah, this could end up being a Black Mirror episode. Uh, <laughs> you know, who knows? Now, um, I'll be disappointed yeah, if it's the, not. You know, if it's not. Uh, the second thing, yeah, or the third thing, yeah, that's the thing that, like, you know, I, I was thinking about this earlier. I've, I've like, today was intense, and I've sure. had sore, miserable days after, after intense workouts before. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm expecting tomorrow to be no different. Sure. Um, with the exception of tomorrow when I'm sore and miserable, I have to do another 200 pushups. <laughs> um, yeah. that's what's got me shaking in my boots. Yeah. But anyway. anyways, Christmas. Home alone. Home alone. Home alone one. A, a John Hughes written film Mm -hmm. um a chris columbus directed film correct a john williams scored film absolutely correct that's a lethal that's a lethal cocktail right there yeah to take yeah to take a script written by john hughes sure uh Allow Chris Columbus to direct it and then sprinkle in some John Williams? Forget who's in it. That's that's <laughs> that is a foundation. Sure. Then you take a relatively fresh off of Uncle Buck, uh, Macaulay Culkin, and you, you toss him in. Yep. You add the loveliness of uh talent such as Catherine O'Hara. Oh yeah. Uh, and then in a weird turn, which no one would likely suspect, you add a little Godfather Mafia Goodfellas Scorsese pizzazz with Joe Pesci. Right? Uh, you take Joe Pesci, you take a mobster and you stick him in, in a comedic slapstick role. Um, and you shake it up a little bit and you, you see what you, you see what you end up with. Which, as a side um, note, like, throughout my whole life, I've never identified him as, like, oh, he's the guy from, you know, Goodfellas or Casino, you know, other notable Joe Pesci roles. He's always just been Harry, one half of the Wet he's Bandits. Harry. And it's more just been yeah. more like the modern day of my life that it's been like, oh, he actually has this actual career that's not just, like, this slapstick villain. But I, I don't believe it. He has this act... He has a career that is actually relatively contrast to Harry one half of the wet bandits. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like right. 
like it's kind of one of those like I wonder when they pitched it to him if it was oh this seems like a long shot. Joe's not going <laughs> to say yes to this, but we'll see. We'll right. see. The, Maybe we'll we'll see if we'll see if he says yes without him reading it. We'll pitch it to him in a way that he's a he's a thug, he's a villain, he's a bad guy, he's uh, he's a thief, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know we'll just kind of you know we'll leave heads getting lit and on fire and <laughs> neck shots out of it. I feel like I feel like when they were like doing this, they contacted the backup and they're like, "You've pretty much got the role." Like we've emailed someone else, they're not gonna like they're not even gonna respond to our email. They're well, I guess it's nineteen ninety, mm. so no email. But you know, we've 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 mailed someone. He's he's not you've even gonna read mail. the letter. He won't even respond. So you've pretty much got it. Like back up. You've you've got this. Yeah. Uh, you must have some trivia. I do, and this week it's Sweet. not in the form of a question. And it rarely is. It's been a while since I've asked a question and it's just mm-hmm. these things, you know, the way it fit this week, again, it wasn't the best question per se. It would have been kind of just like a very leapy question. I guess I could. Um, okay. Well. Yeah. Uh, so, All right. You know what? I could. I'm, I'm going to make one Do question. It. I'm going to drop some information, then I will drop the question. So. Make it your Christmas present to me. <laughs> <laughs> so of note and we might get to this john candy's in this obviously uh sure did, is. did not receive his uh weight in gold for being in this film he nope. only received less than 500 dollars. it was like 400 and change so he he did it really as a favor to columbus and hughes and um yeah mixed reviews some people they were both did co- did Columbus? I know Hughes wrote Uncle Buck. Did Columbus direct it? He must have. I'm wondering I if he did. he did. I don't know. I can't answer that definitively. But um, yeah, okay. John Candy came on basically like on his own time as a favor. So right. um, something else of note. I didn't know this, but apparently Christopher Columbus was supposed to uh, direct National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, but before shooting started, he backed out because he kind of clashed with Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't get along. And you know what? I've heard, honestly, this is one of those really sad things that sure. um, I'm going to tell you and you're going to wish I hadn't. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Apparently, apparently Chase is a total asshole. Like, oh, yeah. not a great guy to work with. To be honest, to be miserable, honest. Miserable, miserable dick to work with i did not know that but i'm not surprised to hear it if that makes sense you know like i'm not mm. there'd be like if you said that about tom hanks i would have been heartbroken and surprised right it, with chevy chase i'm like eh, i get it so yeah yeah no, apparently chevy chase is uh yeah yeah not, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not, not the guy you want to work with. I'm not. I don't dislike Chevy Chase, but I'm not big on Chevy Chase. So I, that I'm not as heartbroken as others could be. Um, I don't care for him in any role other than Clark Griswold. Oh, sure. Like that's. Yep. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I would be not doing my job if I didn't make a Kelsey Grammer reference every chance that I got. Apparently, he was. Uh, was he written for? No. He was given the opportunity to be uh, the uncle, uh, Uncle Frank, 
but oh, okay. he was unavailable. And uh, the actor they got is not too dissimilar. Yeah, kind of like a quirky, kind of odd. A deep duck, deep voice, yeah. balding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the best line in this movie is "Look what you did, you little jerk." <laughs> yeah, it's fun for sure. That moment's so wonderful because there's this entire family who's just, just like, you know, the parents aren't even like, oh, "Okay, Frank," like that's yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, everyone's like, "Yeah, you little ass." Everyone's like, "Yeah, what he said." Um, apparently the exterior of this house, if it looks familiar, it is, was used in many films such as, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast Club, uh, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, and obviously Uncle Buck, but... Right, which are all Hughes films? Mostly. I think they're all John Hughes films. What Are Ferris Bueller and Breakfast Club Hughes? Um, Breakfast Club for sure. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Like Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles. They're all those are all John Hughes. Dang. Um, Dang. I think Ferris Bueller is too. Like, I think it's part of that. That um, you know, that collection of wow, untouchables. Yeah. Um, but my actual question for you: It's true or false? Is Home Alone, the first one, 1990, is Home Alone the highest grossing live action comedy ever? Taking inflation into consideration. Mm, I feel like it, I don't have a definitive for that. All I have is just highest grossing. So... That I, I can't, I'm assuming inflation would be included, but I Right, because the film's, the film's 29 years old. Yeah, 30. No, 30. 30, like, yeah. to the day. To, pretty much. Uh, I'm assuming inflation has to be taken into account, but I, yeah, I don't know for sure. got to. I mean, you've got so much in there. You've got Ghostbusters, you've got the highest, I'm going to say no. Okay. I don't. I don't know what I would. I don't. Uh, yeah, and I mean, is this including like DVD sales and stuff like that, or is this just box office? Mm, just says highest grossing. My source, so mm. I, it doesn't get into the nitty gritty of like, well, it includes the Blu-rays, but not the VHS, but includes rental. You know, I, I can't. Uh, bring I'm gonna. It down. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. But if you tell me yes, I won't. I'm not gonna. You know. Cool. I so, won't curse you and say you're a liar. <laughs> it's not. According to my sources, it was for quite a period. So it held the record for the highest grossing live action comedy ever until 2011 when it was overtaken by The Hangover Part 2. Oh, that's a, that's a shit film to lose that title to. I, I kind of feel bad even dropping that piece of like knowledge on you because it's like... Hey, amazing accomplishment by an amazing film. And then it was overtaken at the last minute by like scumbag Steve. You know what I mean? Like, eh. mm. but I guess the thing to glean from that is it was heck hella successful and it held some records for quite some time. And it's still better than Hangover 2, which I've never seen, but I just assume based on merit alone. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for making a question of that. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, do you? I I teased you and said I have a hot take. Yeah. And before we started recording, I said I have a hot take. Sure. Um, I don't know if you want to start with that. You you or, or I'm fine or, to go whichever you way go. you want. Any any direction. Okay. John Williams. Yes. Who has scored films such as Superman? Wait a minute. What? No, no, no. Con- continue. Continue. Oh, okay. I, I Superman. Just, I'm like just the curious. Christopher Reeve. Oh man. Superman that we all know. Sure. Uh, Jurassic Park. Oh boy. Indiana Jones. Oh boy. Jaws. Here it is. Star Wars. The one and only. Hook. Hook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a, a smattering of others that I can't think of right now. Uh, a whole Harry blast, Potter. A whole blast of others that, like, even if anyone, like any professional in that career, just had one of those in on, on their resume, it'd be like, "Wow, good for you." But yeah. he has like twelve of those. Um, so, if oh, he's got more than twelve. The guy's got so he's just no no no. I'm talking like just twelve. I'm just talking like the twelve that we can't name. Oh okay. Uh, So here it is. Sure. If you're ready, (laughs) I've got an idea where this is going, but I don't know if I'm ready. If he, I think you do, but not to the extreme that you're thinking. Okay. If he, if he were only able. To like, if he was applying for a job to score a movie, which is not how it works, you just pray and hope that John Williams will do your film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, alternate alternate universe, John Williams is you know, the the new live action Power Rangers reboot is coming out, and John Williams <laughs> just wants a piece of that pie. Um, and he only had room on his resume for three films from his Camp. career. Okay. Home Alone okay. and the score for Home Alone sure. belongs in those three. I think this sure. is, uh, and I would, you know what? I would almost go as far as saying if he could only put two on. Um, I think I think next to Star Wars, next to Star Wars, I think this is John Williams at his absolute best. Wow. I think he again with the exception of Star Wars, I don't think he's ever brought his A game the way that he does in Home Alone. Hmm. So that you, that you is know. a hot take. I mm-hmm. it's so here's what I have to say about that. It's it's a tough thing because John Williams' work is all so good that I can't argue against that because it's like Home Alone fantastic soundtrack i can't argue and say that you're wrong i'm probably just going to disagree with you just saying there's 72 amazing soundtracks that he's done i feel like you just you have to be wrong just based on like if you can only pick two how do you pick those two so i'm just saying logistically you have to be wrong but i like yeah practically i i don't i can't fault you for what you're saying if do you know what i mean yeah, I think it's I think what I love so much about it is is not only not only is it earth-shatteringly iconic, 
um, and recognizable. But you also like if you were in a store listening to, you know, there's like the music going on and the radio in the background. Sure. Um, like, I don't know it. If you were if you were there and and the Home Alone theme song was playing on the radio, sure. You would before recognizing, oh wait, this is the this is the theme from Home Alone. Right. You would just think to yourself, oh, there's Christmas music playing, um, <laughs> and and that's to say that like you know Star Wars, yeah, it's a it's a theme from a movie. Indiana Jones is a theme from a movie. E.T. Jaws, whatever else, it's all just you know they're themes from movies. Home Alone, the Home Alone score uh, has almost transcended a theme from a movie and Hmm. has in and of itself become Christmas music. Has become, you know, like name another film that someone scored where you could, you could, you could put on this song with the you know the like the fireplace channel where it's playing <laughs> Christmas music, yeah. that song could come on. The Home Alone theme song could come on, and you wouldn't ask yourself why the hell is the Home Alone theme playing mm. right now. You hmm. would go, ooh, ooh, yeah, Christmas music. Like right. this song makes me feel warm and toasty. Sure, this song, this is this is good, Christmassy spirit, kind of. You know, you, you you listen to it and you hear, you picture nighttime, you picture Christmas lights, you picture sort of that, the magic of Christmas, which seems to only flourish and happen at night because that's when all the magic of, you know. Obviously. That's when witchcraft is afoot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know, man. Anyways, top, I say top three. Yeah. Argument could be made for second. You've made me crack out but, the list and like, I'm just looking like you've got, Star Wars, like you said, you've got Indiana Jones, you've got Home yep. Alone, you've got Jurassic Park, you've got Schindler's List, you've got uh, Saving Private Ryan, you've got Harry Potter, you've got Catch Me If You Can. Like, I, I think I ha- I'm taking yeah. the I think I'm taking the I... agnostic approach to this to saying we can't know. There's no way for us to know which two are the best. And I I just don't think I can't I can't make that call. But so for that reason, I, I, I disagree with you. I'm like, how can we even know that these are the two best ones? But for everything you've said, I'm in agreement. It's great. It's 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 such could, a kit. I could be making a ridiculous, completely unfounded comment here. Sure. But I feel like nobody cares about the Catch Me If You Can soundtrack. Of all of them. Of all of them I just said, I could maybe take that argument. Like, I I don't know how much of it is just me absolutely loving that film. I I will agree it's not as transcending as, say, Schindler's List, Home Alone, Star Wars, etc. So I I can take that one. I think it's an amazing soundtrack, but it's also in my top 10 films. But anyway. Cool. All right. Uh, Anyways, let's move on. Home Alone. Home Alone. A very potentially one of the most iconic Christmas movies ever. You could argue, and this is my first note up here, and I feel I'm trying to think of the other options with because we had the holiday, we had uh, the Muppets Christmas Story, and we had Christmas, Christmas with the Carol, Cranks. Yeah. 
and yeah. all, all good films. I feel like this is the Christmas st- with the Cranks is easily the least iconic on that list. One oh, one hundred percent. Still an amazing movie. Still like an amazing a, a, film. A high, a highly underrated film. If you haven't yep. seen it, yep. I think it's one of it's one of the more recent. Uh, it's yep. one of the last Christmas classics that have come along. Yes, I'll take that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like so of the four, I feel like this film has the most to lean on, and definitely of Christmas films in general. And this is my first note on here. Like, you, there's a lot to lean on from a story perspective. We've got self-growth, self-reliance. We've got the importance of family and the importance of loved ones and their support. We've got the importance of looking past each other's flaws, specifically family or loved ones. We've got the the concept of accepting our differences, uh, not rushing to judgment and to conclusion of others. And, I mean, maybe equally as important, we've got how to lay a beat down on good-for-nothing thieves. So I feel like there's a lot of right. different aspects to this film that are yeah there's like the warm fuzzy things there's the funny things that happen but at the end of the day like i feel like what separates it from other christmas films is it's just fundamentally strong hmm yeah i i agree uh there's so many layers yes to this movie yep um yep. you've got the slapstick yep. you've got you've got a, a kid that is so like it's it's perfect that it's a kid had to be a kid mm-hmm. um not only because you know if you leave a teenager home alone i mean yeah there's a shitty thing to do but but there's not that fear and panic of are they okay um, you, you get a you the, get a, a sense of risky business you get tom cruise calling call girls so you don't get macaulay culkin doing funny cute things well, yeah, and and you know, a teenager is going to be, you know, although no one can argue that Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister, doesn't hold his own against the Wet Bandits. Sure. Um, there's there's far less. The villains become far less scary when it's not a nine year old. Um, when it's if it's a seventeen year old. Hmm. You're far more, the 17-year-old is going to be far more, you know, is, is smart enough to go to the neighbor. Sure. Um, yeah. Or to to find other means of contacting the police. Yep. Um, you know, dealing dealing with it in an adult way. Um, whereas, yeah, whereas Kevin, you you fear for, like, he's just a kid. Just, yeah. Um, yep. And, you know, you as a as a viewer, make the same error that Marv and Harry make in that uh, he's just a stupid kid. <laughs> he's a dumb kid. He's right. home alone. He's scared. Um, whereas by this point, Kevin's not scared. He's overcome the furnace. Sure. He's he's bought dish soap and fabric softener and milk, <laughs> yeah, whatever else. Exactly. Um, but the other thing that makes him so wonderful as a child for this character is that Kevin has a, a pureness of heart. Sure. That you're not going to find elsewhere. Um, even in, even in the older siblings, mm. um, you know, whereas they see old, crazy old man Murphy as this crazy, creepy guy. Sure. Kevin's freaked out 
by him by the stories that he's been told, but then ultimately um, it's very easy to give him the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, there's just this this pureness in him mm-hmm. that he he made off with a a, a buck seventy toothbrush, right. and his response is, "I'm a criminal." Yeah, like, like he's right. devastated by this. Yeah, uh, he's heartbroken by it. <laughs> um, you know, and so yeah, so there's just there's so many layers. There's mm-hmm. so many. It it really is a, a you know. You might not think of it this way, but essentially it's a coming-of-age story. To a degree, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. He's a a dramatically different character when the movie starts than when the movie ends. Big time. Big time. He's learned a lot about himself and uh, about things in general. Yeah. Right. Uh, Wildly implausible movie. Yeah. Pretty much. There's no way. There's no way this nine-year-old or eight-year-old or however old Kevin is. There's sure. no way that he's pulling off the shit that he does. No. Not a chance. No. Yeah. Not a chance. Funnily mm-hmm. enough, there's nothing, though, having said that, having gone, this is, you know, having gone, this is ridiculous, there's no way this kid would pull all this off, I can't think of anything... That seems fake, right? There's not there's not a single booby trap that when it happens you go ah that wouldn't be you know yes but physics right? <laughs> right. everything is every everything is pretty accurate yeah yeah as, I feel... as far as the damage that would ensue from these booby traps yeah I feel like independently they're pretty accurate I think just law of averages when you kind of put it all together you're like okay. At some point, I think they would turn left when they should turn right. You know, like, I feel like at some point they wouldn't all land. But individually, yeah, it's not ludicrous. It, he's not doing anything that's physically impossible. No. And also, it makes sense that Marvin Harry continue. Like, I was about to say, you know, uh, also at some point you think they would just be like, F this. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Let's leave. But at the same time, maybe not, because at the end, like, they're still banking on the fact that he's just a friggin' kid. Like, how much luck can he have? And the fact that they're, like, the motivation becomes so much stronger because it's not another adult that's outsmarting them. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's a dumb kid that's outsmarting them makes their drive to literally, you know, what was steal the TV has turned into murder this kid right yeah <laughs> bite his fing- bite his fingers off one by one pulverize yeah. him tie him up and leave him uh it it just makes it so much stronger cuz they're so angry takes that they're getting a... out, out outsmarted by a kindergartner they're intense yeah do take a bit of a dark turn yeah well it's christmas <laughs> <laughs> mhm um, do you, do you think the, the, the little Nero's delivery guy, do you think that's his car or do you think that's a company car that he keeps putting dents in the bumper of? I would think his, practically speaking, but. Otherwise they're going to ask questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got, so I've got a comment and a question for you. All right. The first comment is, um, 
it looks it looks past the you know what you need for a story to kind of wrap some loose ends up and so i i get it for the sake of the story i'm not critiquing it i'm just kind of making a statement i feel like when old man marley saves kevin from the wet bandits it is slightly peculiar that he takes him home but then like just leaves like i'm picturing myself in that situation and if i save a child from like death or at least like physical harm from assailants i'm not just like dropping them off at the doorstep and saying like well bye like i'm not leaving till like i see the his parents and i see the whites in their eyes so i do think it is kind of peculiar how he just takes kevin home and pieces out that's just a comment the question well a he's high (laughs) right like he's been he's been taking shrooms but yeah but i do think you know it's it's obviously just a tie up for you know, sure, like and a, I a, I get it. A progression, yeah. of the story, and yeah. it would be it would be lame because then, like, if he's just sitting with his old man when when his mom comes home, it kind of kills the vibe. So I, I get it. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. my actual question, and I, I'm just asking this in a playful way because we we see Kevin's parents and his family return home, and they, you know, they're like, "Oh my gosh, what are we going to eat?" And it's like, "Oh, I got milk. I got some fabric softener. Yada yada yada." And they all kind of playfully ask, like, what else did you do while we were away? And he's like, just hung around. And everyone's yeah. like, ho, 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 And I, I am genuinely, genuinely curious. Like, does his family ever find out what happened either, like, now or in the future? Like, even in the timeline of Home Alone 2? Like, do they ever find out what's happening to their child that he's, like, fighting crime to the degree of, like, a vigilante? Yeah, it's an interesting point. I mean, in Home Alone Two, mm-hmm. uh, which is is incredibly strong for a sequel. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's never alluded to. No. Right? The fact that no, he was no, no. left home alone before is alluded to. Yep. But but what transpired that night is never mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think so. And it's it's it raises the question of like. Has Kevin been to bed? Because with the exception of a gold tooth lying on the floor, Mm -hmm. considering what's happened, Mm -hmm. this house is immaculate. Yeah. He's done all this and then he's decorated. Yeah, exactly. True. Oh, yeah, that's Um, true. Right. He's and some of this is like okay, you know, yeah, or all right. So he cleaned up his dinky cars from the floor. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, it, it, true. He's also removed all of the tar from the basement steps. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's swept up all the glass from the broken bulbs beside the tree. Sure, and picked up every feather from when he tarred and feathered Harry. Right. Right. Um, it's true. So, I, so stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah, I. Uh, he's he's de-iced the front step because his mother didn't like. Can you imagine? Like the <laughs> the alter the alter the realistic version of this movie <laughs> is that Kevin does all this. Mm-hmm. He cleans up for the most part. Yep. Uh, but not perfectly because he's he's eight years old. He's eight years, years old. old. Yeah. 
uh, goes to bed, yep. you know, as you do. As one does. Uh, his mother comes rushing home in the morning to love him and greet him and and tell her he's she's so sorry. Um, <laughs> but never makes it in the house because she breaks her neck on the front step and she dies. <laughs> I was going to say break a hip, but that's one step up. Whoa. Oh, no. she she She's obliterated. Oh. Um, wow. Right? Like, I, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he obviously de-ices all the steps. He, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so to answer your question, no. I yeah. don't think they know. Okay. I don't yep. think they find out. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, and I don't know about any of the other 17 sequels, <laughs> what <laughs> happens in those who cares? dream wrecks. Other than two, who cares? Yeah. And the one that's on the way. Ugh. Um, there's, there's like a Disney Plus a reboot remake because the third one the third one isn't kevin no the third oh, one is is a okay. different kid and the third uh, one the apparently third one, stars jo- scarlett johansson apparently yes yeah she's in it the third one listen the third one is watchable it's not bad uh the third one's fun okay the fourth yeah. one i've seen pieces of a couple years ago, I think it was like on TV, and so I like tuned in and out type of thing. Uh, total trash. Has Stuart French in it? Returns as Marv. Marv comes back. Really? Um, wow. But Marv dressed the way that Harry's dressed, so it's really confusing. What? That's and I don't so know. Weird. Like, yeah, it is weird. And what's what also is weird to me is like it's. You know, they got Stuart French because it's like a lower budget. It was like a straight to TV sure. thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but how expensive could Daniel Stern be? Like, you hmm. know, I, I get I get not being able to get Joe Pesci back, but oh, Daniel yeah. Stern for sure. Like, I don't know. Was was he is he doing anything? Daniel Stern <laughs> seems like the type of guy that would maybe come back for a hundred and fifty bucks and like. <laughs> tuna fish sandwich like i you know i don't know um but yeah and so it's like the fourth one kevin's parents it's kevin again yeah played by a different kid uh and his parents have gotten divorced or something and now he's so he's like staying with his dad for christmas in some ridiculous mansion right and you know, and then the fifth one, I don't, I haven't even, I, I can't tell you anything about it. I know it's called Home Alone Holiday Heist. Hmm. Um, I know that it's on Disney Plus, and I know with a seventy nine point nine percent certainty that you should not waste your time with. It. <laughs> I what I the only thing I can add to this because I haven't seen those uh, more more recent ones. I feel like watch the third one. If you haven't seen the third one, watch it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take your advice. Might not be today. Might not be tomorrow. But I will be open to your advice, and I will probably watch it in my lifetime. But the one thing I will right. say that the Tobey Maguire Spider Man films have in common with Home Alone is that there are really only two in each series. E- yeah. Yeah. I, I, three, three, I three and beyond do not exist. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, Home Alone 3 and Spider-Man 3, I would say, are on equal footing. Okay, that's fair. Very, very watchable. Sure. Really not as bad as we make it out to be. 
but not, but not good. Great. But not good. Okay. And not and not as good as the first two by a long sure. shot. Yeah. That's so. fair. Uh yeah. I don't know. It's this man, this movie's so good. I do and like, love it. I'm, yeah. I'm this is a I don't know. I don't know if it'll be posted by then, so this may be a spoiler. Sure. Home Alone Two is going to be an option in our final Christmas vote for 100. this year. Yep. Um and so I I'm I haven't watched it because if it does get voted in, then mm-hmm. I want it to be relatively fresh. I don't yep. want to have a gap between when I watch it For and sure. when we record. Yep. Uh, but I've been itching. Me too. I'm I'm ready to watch the next one. Me too. Oh, me too. Um, you know, and come up against. Uh, I don't know, man. That this vote felt was such a wild card to me. Hmm. Uh, it was such a roulette wheel. It was it was anyone's game, and I feel like the next one really is as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's one. I, the option that I maybe want to win the most, I think, will get the least amount of votes, just because I think it's so niche. Mm. Um, but yeah, no. But but it again, it's such a mystery bag. Like I, you know, sometimes yeah. we go into votes, and it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. You know, it's going to be between this one and this one. I have no idea. I didn't know this time, uh, and I I don't know what's going to happen in our next one either. (laughs) But a big part of me hopes it's Home Alone 2. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because if not, I'll watch it. Oh, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. You know. Yeah, yeah, because again, there's so much, like, you know, really, the second one's just a total rehash. Um, Yeah, for sure. But it's got some great additions. Sure. Um, you know, you've got the so in, in from the rehash sense, you've got the pigeon, the Central Park pigeon lady instead of <laughs> Old Man Murphy. Right. Um, yep. You know, you've got the the his his uncle's house, his uncle's yeah. house, which yeah. is like under renovation and stuff like that. Sure. Um. But then, yeah, but you've got this whole extra, I think what makes the second one work is this whole extra level that's added in with the addition of Tim Curry as yes. the hotel manager. Yes. Um, and just, you know, I don't know, that's so golden. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact, like, although they rehash it, I don't want to get too much, I'm not going to talk about it. Don't, yeah, don't. If we review it, yep. then I need that meat on yes. that bone. You need it. I need it. Mm. Uh, do you have anything else? Like, I don't know. I, I've got. I, I could talk all. I could. I. I could. We could ramble all day about this movie. Oh And yeah. it would just keep for me. It would just keep coming back to. It's so damn good. <laughs> it is like pretty good. I've it's got amazing. It's I've got very quotable. Three, three rapid things that I'll just go like bang, bang, bang off before we give our scores. Okay. Before we give our scores. The one is, this film has something in common with the sound of music in our home. There was a part that was skipped over or at least fast forwarded. It was the tarantula scene at the end where it's like climbing on uh, Harry. My my family is not big on spiders. Um, oh, what a shame because what a great scene. It's great. Oh, it's hilarious. Because but, the um, scream, so a little piece of trivia, that yeah. scream is dubbed in. Okay. Um, so he, yeah, that scream track is separate 
And he did a silent scream when they filmed it um, <laughs> as to not oh, freak the shit out of the spider. Right. Oh, true, true, yeah. true. Interesting. Uh, but that, and then just like the pain, like oh. out of every, out of all the things that they endure in this that are <laughs> right. incredibly painful, when he nails him in the ribs with a crowbar, oh God, like it's, it's a great scene. That alone is like, yeah, they're probably just laying there waiting for the cops to come and scrape them off the ground. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, the other thing of interest, I did a bit of an inflation calculation. So they got 10 pizzas plus tip in 1990. Modern day, they spent the equivalent of 211 US dollars on pizza. Mm. And the last thing. It's the cliche question. Everyone asks it. I'm going to ask it again. But what in the actual hell does Kevin's dad's brother, so Kevin's uncle, what does he do that he can afford um, to to pay for all his family and extended family to fly to Paris because he misses them? And it's... Oh, in no, 19, it's Kevin's in dad that's paying for it, isn't it? No, I always thought it was the dad, but I rewound it. I'm pretty sure they said Kevin's uncle was transferred to Paris and he missed the family, so he's paying for all of them to fly over to visit for Christmas. Okay. I always assumed it was the either dad, way, too. Well, okay, so the question is either way. Like, I think the answer... <laughs> I mean, what the hell are, are they doing to afford this house and all these yeah. children and stuff? Oh. Um and, and, you know, it's, I think the answer is the same. Obviously, it's some <laughs> sort of criminal operation. Sure. Um, but it's like a family thing, right? So his right. brother's overseeing, his brother's overseeing the, the European <laughs> branch, uh, branch of their operation. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's clearly not good what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, it would have to be. Yeah, it would have to be. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, funny information. Well, sure. I went to so the in the film, the house number that they say is like six seventy one or something. Yep. Um, that is the actual yeah street address yeah. of the house. I saw that. Um, in Winnetka. Something Illinois, what's, right? What state Illinois, Winnetka, yeah. Illinois. Um, but what's interesting is if you go on Street View, okay, uh, every house on that street is blurred out. Oh, really? And I don't know, like the houses are blurred out, right? And so I don't know, like, it's just is that, and they're all like effing ridiculous houses. Oh, like yeah, the Home Alone houses. Is that something, if you have a shit ton of money, do they like blur, can you, <laughs> is that like an extra la- layer of, because my house isn't. If you want to, if you want to go on Google Images and look at my house right now. Yeah. I, that's, that's, you've I, got your own issues there, but I that's, can see you can through, do it. <laughs> I can see through your window. I can like see you in the shower. It's so clear. Yeah. It's a live feed, which is, a, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand why my shower backs onto the front bay window. That was that's a weird don't, architectural. But don't but worry it is about what it. It is. It's good. It's all you good. Um, our 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 guest in next week's episode, Stefan Duchesne, would mm. probably approve. Yeah. Well. Showering yeah. shower showering on display. Um, 
you know, <laughs> I guess it's it's a more modern design for a house. Yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, I don't know, uh, but it must be something. It's some bougie feature if you've got a shit ton of cash yeah. that you can say, mm, no. On Google Images, I would like my house to be <laughs> blurred out, please, Mr. Google. <laughs> and then they have to oblige. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, zero to ten. Zero to ten. Where does Home Alone fall? Okay. One last thing. I just saw that. I have to say this. It's really quick. Most of John Candy's lines were improvised, so which makes me miss him even more. It makes me sad that he oh. passed away a couple years after this film. A Canadian so legend. So I just, I realized I just skimmed over that. I had to mention it. Love him when in we were, I felt the same way when we were watching it and yeah. you see him do all of his, yeah. his stuff. They're in the back of the cube van oh, and he's going magic. around. He's talking about everyone else's family. He's yeah. trying to get her to play the clarinet. She's not um, having it. Or he's he's listing off the polka hits that polka, he's had. Polka, polka, uh, polka, polka. Yeah, and it's like, and I just, it's the same way, it's the exact same feeling I felt while watching um, Harry Potter when it came to Alan Rickman. Mm. Just this like, oh, okay. I'll never see anything new from you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I and, see what you mean. And what a sad, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What a sad thing. Yep. But yeah, I gave it on my scale an 8.8 out of 10. So that's the highest category. I would pay a babysitter. Admirable. Pay it in theaters, pay money to see it in theaters, buy the popcorn, go the whole 10 yards. On Marshall's. Especially if there's like a double feature, like a first and second back to back home alone. Oh, yeah. That's happening. Yeah. On Marshall's scale, I for sure gave it an eight, maybe a nine, but closer to an eight. Regardless, okay. no matter how you slice it, very solid score. What did you give it out of 10? This Home Alone, without doubt, is a 9.4. Uh, I, it's Cool. It, if you get real nitpicky, you can probably find some issues with it. Sure. But it makes you feel so good and warm and toasty while watching it yeah. that it, it, it discourages any desire to get nitpicky. You don't oh, yeah. want to find anything wrong with it because yeah. it's just so... Good. It's I. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a film that I can easily watch every year, uh, and it doesn't get old. No, it just feels right. Yeah. It's it's yes. It's Christmas, which means Home Alone. Um, it's just so damn good. Yep. It's lightning in a bottle. This yeah. film, yeah. and so is the sequel somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah. It's it's amazing. Nine point four through and through. Mm, cool. Uh, did you watch anything this week? I don't think so. I'm trying to okay. re rescale in my brain. I think it's still our family is just watching the James Bond films, which we are reviewing. So I think yep. it's just that. I'm watching the cartoon Beauty and the Beast with my daughter, which is basically to say we watch like 10 minutes of it and then she kind of gets up and gets bored and then we go and play and do something else. So it's been like four weeks and we're not even halfway through, but not really. I haven't really watched anything this week. That's one of the, that's one of the travesties I feel of COVID. Uh, uh, Yeah. I haven't seen you in forever. Oh yeah. Uh, We're approaching, we're approaching a year. We're oh my gosh! Three months off, about two and a half. We're about 
Yeah. About two and a half months off from a year since I've seen you. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, uh, which is, is, it sucks. It does. It um, honestly does. But what sucks even more is that it means that, like, this, it, it's, it's almost a year. It's eight and a half months. No, nine and a half months of, um, of your daughter growing and changing and developing which at that age is is an eternity right night n- night and day for sure um because the last time i saw her she was like relatively f- fresh like oh, yeah. you know couldn't couldn't you know any time like the only time i held her she couldn't support her own head she couldn't right. like it was it was a very new baby that's true, actually, um, which is kind of strange to think it's, about. It's bizarre. I see the odd picture that gets posted online, and I'm like, "Whoa! Like yeah. that can't be right." <laughs> but, but yeah. And so you know, it's it's just it's another shame. It's a shame that uh, that that development you know is not something that I I've been able to share in with yeah. you guys. But yeah, yeah. Let's just say I'm. We are all ready. For COVID to be done. Yeah. Yeah. All I want for Christmas. Yeah. Um, what did you watch uh, this, this week? This week I watched, yeah, I watched, uh, I continuing watching Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, yep. So I knocked out on Stranger Tides and <laughs> Dead Men Tell No Tale, which I have all kinds of issue with Dead Men Tell No Tale. Hopefully we'll <laughs> get to review them someday because, oh. <laughs> it's so good, except for one thing, and it's a big thing. I'm not going to get into it. Hmm. Um, the other thing that I'm working through uh, is I'm re-watching The Conjuring Universe, oh, uh, yeah. watching it with a friend who had not seen them. And so now I'm watching Now I'm watching it um, in timeline order, whereas before I watched it in order of release. And so last night I watched The Conjuring. Um, which I still think is the best one in the series. It's so good. Uh, it is, but it's super pretty spooky. Solid. As as we were watching it, um, like the apartment was completely still. We're sitting there watching it, and like I don't know, half an hour into the movie, there's an audible glass hitting glass or something moving in the apartment. Damn. Uh, yeah, and like no pets, no wind, no <laughs> nothing. So we like paused the movie and investigated. For like a good ten minutes, and then went back to the movie, but ultimately was super on edge the rest of the time. Heck yeah, yeah. So, so you, yeah. so you never found out what the noise was? No, no. We even like you know I like tried to Sherlock Holmes it, and I'm like, okay, what could have shifted? <laughs> like reasonably, what could have you know? What is near glass that I have touched or interacted with today? <laughs> that was maybe waiting to fall and a change in air pressure or something caused it to fall. Right. Like the furnace coming on changed the, I don't know. Just something. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Couldn't find nothing. Weird. So. Yeah. Uh, end it. End it, man. Perfect. Well, uh, if you haven't done so already, please like, follow, subscribe on all our social media platforms. The links are below. Um, 
That's where we send out all our new information, all our future votes, where you tell us what movies to review. If you're feeling so inclined, uh, check out our Patreon page and our merchandise page below. Our Patreon page is a way for you to help support the show, help us pay bills, help us to grow. And also it's a way for us to give you some perks and uh, there's various tiers, various levels. And um, if you're not at the level of supporting us in that way yet, no worries. Uh, A like, a comment on the episode page is much appreciated. We love hearing feedback. And please positively rate and review wherever you're listening to us. And thank you for listening. Thank you so very much. And remember, keep your your treetops glistening and your eggnog strong. I don't like <laughs> boozed up eggnog. Eggnog's good just without, you know. Yeah. I don't know. The rum wrecks it. Oh, yeah. No. Plain. Have a plane. Plain.